You know, for a long time, I meant to try Pete's coffee, but just never gave it a chance. But ever since I did, I have a hard time settling on anything less. And there's something to say about a coffee company with such rich history and devotion to bring you that perfect brew. Since Alfred Pete opened his first coffee bar in 1966, Pete's has selectively sourced the finest beans in the world, carefully calibrating each roast by hand and crafting each beverage with the utmost care. Pete's aims to produce fresh from the roaster's coffee delivered directly to your door, sourcing the top 1% of coffee beans, roasted by hand to unlock each bean's potential, and delivering it to you fresh to bring you the perfect cup. With over 30 flavor varieties in both gourmet coffees and teas, like Vietnam Lotus Bold, Major Dickinson's Blend, and Arabian Mocha Java, you are sure to find the right flavor to start your day. And they even come in K-Cups for those of you who live life on the go. Check out all the varieties of Pete's has to offer by following the link in the show notes below. And starting August 30th, you can take advantage of their Labor Day sale and get yourself 20% off anything on their site by using promo code LABORDAY20 at checkout. This offer is valid through September 5th. That's promo code LABORDAY20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase this Labor Day. But why not do one better? Use promo code NEWSUB30 at checkout and you get yourself 30% off of a new subscription to Pete's Coffee. That's right. All the delicious coffee you could want delivered right to your door each and every month without you ever having to worry about running low. What more could you ever need? That's promo code NEWSUB30 for 30% off your subscription. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Grindhouse, where we drink coffee and talk about movies. My name is Sean Tatro, and today with my girlfriend and co-host, Leah Diana, we will be winding back the reel to 1988. A kindly old grandfather is actually the leader of a murderous satanic cult which sacrifices its victims on Halloween in Hack-A-Lantern. Good God, let's get into it. <laughs> Halloween, Tommy. <laughs> Something for me? Because I'm special? Yes, Tommy. Trick or treat, give me all your candy or I'll blow your head off. Roger, would you learn how to talk nicely to your sister? Bing, Ben, you're dead. Give it. Oh. Tommy, we have to wash that. But, Mom, I like the taste of blood. Grandpa says it's good for me. Grandpa? When did you see Grandpa, Tommy? Did he give you that pumpkin? <gasps> Oh, 
you dirty cocksuckers. Tell all your grave robbing friends I want them out of the city now! The nightmare of insane murder. From the depths of hell. Well, welcome back, and happy Halloween, everyone. Spoopy, scary skeletons, and shivers down their spine. Today, we're we're drinking Pete's, and we're talking about a movie that goes by a few names. Uh, it's been known as Death Mask, Halloween Night, but we know it as Hack-O-Lantern. Oh, there's another, um, there's another name for it. Hot Garbage. Hot, sweaty... Smelly, nasty trash. Hot, sick ass in a dead carcass. <laughs> so, did, did you enjoy this experience, Leah? When we saw this on Best of the Worst for Red Letter Media, long time ago, and you had watched this previously, maybe a year or so ago, did you think I was going to think this was a good movie? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I. Do not remember Red Letter Media's commentary of this at all, but I do remember Rich Evans laughing way too much at how stupid some of this movie was. Uh, this movie is like heralded as being an utter piece of shit, but uh, yeah, it's so bad. It's good that it's become a cult favorite of many people. Yep. Let's just dive headfirst into the wet hot garbage. Alright, so this is a 1988 American direct-to-video slasher movie directed by a man named Jag Mundra. Jag Mundra. In trying to formulate my notes and everything else for this episode, it let me just say it was really hard to find anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. I have no idea... How much does this movie cost? This movie doesn't have a Wikipedia page. What? It doesn't exist. And the IMDb is scarce, to say the least. That is a first. Um, but there's a couple of little things I did find. Most It's like various weird sources that I've never fucking heard of in my life. Um, but I'd like to... I think I'd like to quote a few of these. The sources? Yes. Oh, so I found I found an article on unobtainium13.com which it uh, looks like they do a series called Through the Shattered Lens. Okay. Which is essentially just write-ups about movies. This one is titled The TSL's Horror Grindhouse Hack-a-Lantern. Um, it was posted in October of 2020 by Lisa Marie Bauman and she has quite a write-up about it here. I, I literally just want to read you the start of her article. And I quote, Sometimes you just see a film that simply cannot be reviewed in any conventional use of the term. I can't think of a better way <laughs> to talk about Hack-A-Lantern than that. It's uh, it's tough. Because it's it's such um, a, like, a Halloween romp that... Oh, I'm distracted. It's such a Halloween romp that I enjoy how stupid it is, 
but there are a lot of problems and a lot of issues and a lot of bad judgment calls that just sorry you can't overlook but there are a lot of things that stand out about yes. this movie yes they do and as uh joseph zimba from bleeding skull reviews writes tommy loses himself in a magic in the tommy loses himself in the magic of a walkman he closes his eyes and whispers i can't hear nothing anymore a video length rock and roll fantasy begins the band is dc lacroix the song devil son dc lacroix pouts their lips they wear biker shorts one of the guitarists one of the guitars is shaped like an one of the guitars is shaped like an axe no. one of the guitars is shaped like an axe laser beams turn symbols into shrunken heads did you get that laser beams turn symbols into shrunken heads that is reason enough to watch hack a lantern at least twice i've watched it twice sarah i i disagree <laughs> i painfully disagree but my favorite is one that absolutely disagrees with you. Really? Alright. This one comes right off of IMDB. And it can't be ignored. It was posted by just username B.A. Harrison. And I, I somewhat want to read you this entire review because it's not very long. Yeah. He gave it a 6 out of 10. That's not bad. This review titled Better Than Hereditary. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) A grandpa tries to lure his grandson Tommy into a group of satanic worshippers. Forget hereditary. Hack-a-lantern is a lot more fun. Instead of of confusing slow burn horror, we get cheesy 80s goodness that moves at a fair lick. Instead of drab, washed-out cinematography, we get a vibrant Halloween setting. Instead of miserable characters, we get a colorful collection of likable fashion disasters sure the acting is less than perfect and the direction by jag mundra the man responsible for forgettable slasher open house is basic but the film more than makes up for this with some bloody kills more than its fair share of gratuitous female nudity the three b's boobs butts and bush and several what the fuck moments guaranteed to bring on the giggles pick your jaws up off the floor as dirty old grandpa fondles his own daughter's tits on her wedding day. Witness Tommy popping on headphones to listen to more metal. Uh, witness Tommy popping on his headphones to listen to some metal on his weatherproof Walkman. As he closes his eyes, we are privy to his thoughts. An MTV-style music video nightmare in which a band plays heavy rock while a woman fires laser bolts from her eyes and severs Tommy's head. Hilarious. Wonder what the hell is going on as a woman strips naked at a Halloween party while a man outside breaks into an impromptu stand-up comedy routine. And don't forget my uh, and don't forget my hackalanchin drinking game. A shot for every time someone throws devil horn hand gestures. You'd be dead from alcohol poisoning <laughs> before the second before like the second half of the movie. Okay, I was shocked when he said better than Hereditary, but then I remembered the plot to Hereditary. This is pretty fucking close to that. It's pretty similar, actually. (laughs) It's just Hereditary was terrifying because it was very serious. This 
Yeah. I never what would have connected fuck? the two. I never would have connected them, but that is a ridiculous comparison. It's actually a painful comparison now that I think <laughs> about it, because I'm like, wait a minute. Crazy grandpa, crazy grandma, mom that wants to keep her family together, mom that wants to keep her family together, a kid that wants to go towards Satan, a kid that has no choice to go towards Satan. Huh. Hmm. Well, now, did Hereditary get some inspiration from Hackle Lantern? God, I hope not, but maybe. I, I That's, it's hard to say no. <laughs> All right, sir. I will accept your six out of ten, but I will not accept better than Hereditary. Hereditary is what we want out of horror. Now, maybe Hack-A-Lantern is what we wanted out of horror in the 80s. I can't fully agree with you. <gasps> what? You love Hereditary. I, I very much enjoyed Hereditary. I very much enjoyed Hereditary. But we didn't see Hereditary together. I went no, with we my didn't. stepfather. But at the same time, I love cheesy, schlocky, 70s, 80s horror so deeply to my core that it definitely beats out things like modern horror. I know, I'm looking at your wall and it's 80% really bad horror. It's beautiful. Like, the one I can see right now is The Fly. What is bad about the fly? It is cheesy. Oh, fuck off. Cheese. <laughs> Mo cheese mo. No, that El is the worst cheese. example you could have picked off that wall. Oh, fuck you. It is not. Uh, Army of Darkness. Never seen that it. That is but cheesy. I'm saying it's cheesy. <laughs> uh, what else? Tales from the Hood. Oh, yeah. That's oh, cheesy. Yeah. Uh, what else we got up here? Gremlins. Don't you dare tell me it's not cheesy. Oh, it's cheesy, but it's awesome. It's cheesy and adorable. Oh, what else we got? Critters. Creep show. Classics. Classics. I don't know. A lot of these I know. It. The, the original It, not the new remake. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. So There's so many movies in this house, guys. There's not enough movies in this house, guys. <laughs> Shut up. There's piles everywhere. <laughs> Still not enough. So many There will never be enough. Oh my god. If you bring home any more we had this we had this conversation. You bring home any more CRTVs. I'm getting another cat. I will not bring home any more CRTVs. Good. And yes, we have abbreviated that. It is CRTV, not CRT TV. No, it is CRT. CRTVs. TV. CRT. Yes. <laughs> we have one more in storage, so until that one actually gets in the house, I can get a third cat. No. What do you mean no? Look how cute they are. Look, Look at them. how small this apartment is. Look how small they are. I would just need to get a giant Maine Coon oh, that sleeps on you at night. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, a movie that's not as good as Hereditary. <laughs> I, I don't look at me. I did not play by play this. I made bad jokes and stupid puns the entire time in my notes. All right. So this one, this absolute train wreck starts with Terror Train. There's your other 80s. <laughs> starts with cheese movie. Standard opening credits over black um, that use a classic Stephen King font. It's, uh, I believe it's called Romic. Is that the Christine font? Uh, yeah, it looks like the Christine font. I'm no, looking at it right now. I don't think it's the Christine font. I might be wrong, but I don't think it is. 
I believe it's the one he uses for Firestarter. I don't know Fire. All I know is Drew Barrymore is in Firestarter. Yes. When she was very young. When she was baby. Now it's worth noting we watched this on Shudder. Yep. Um, and if you don't have Shudder, get it. It's fucking incredible, especially around this time of year. I am thinking that I would like to get my stepfather into Shudder because he loves horror movies. And my mother does not. And I don't think my stepfather knows about Shudder. Oh, get Shudder. Shudder and Screambox. Side note, mom, you listen to these. Get Tommy Shudder. And he'll make you watch all the horror movies, especially this train wreck. She's definitely not going to get it now. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, man, his stepdaughter might have to get him a Christmas present. Here's your subscription, Tommy. (laughs) Uh, This version was a absolutely beautiful transfer of the film. Transfer Uh, with imperfections. Yes. And every time I saw them, I got excited. A lot of the movie is actually pretty pristine mm. in like picturing quality. It's got vibrant color, but there are some moments where the, there was clear damage to whatever negative they had. Yeah. And it, um, it maintained in this transfer of the movie and it looks awesome. It's I cool. fucking I like, love it. I with you. Not tired, I swear. I am with you. I love the imperfections. I do, because it makes you realize that at one point, this was a pristine, beautiful cut. And time, this was what, 88? 88, yes. Yeah, so this is like over 30 years old. Like, shit deteriorates over time. Like, if you don't preserve it and take care of it. I mean, you're doing a transfer project of all of our VHSs right now, and... You oh, know. it's a long haul. Oh, it's a, oh, this is years in the making, guys, because we keep buying movies. Um, but when you're doing it, you probably see some of the imperfections on the tapes that we have. Oh, yeah, and I love it. I love that we're capturing this in digital format. Which one was the one that had the imperfection? Was it my movie, The Cell? Uh, yeah, I believe all of The Cell has like a like some kind of weird distortion at the top of the frame. I think it's because, oh my god, he's gonna shoot me. At one point, like, I didn't take care of my tapes, and like, they'd fall on the floor, I'd toss them, I'd chuck them, I'd do stupid shit with them, I'd pile them up, let them fall apart, like, I didn't really give a shit, like, oh, VHS is forever! How dare you! Shut up. Hey, my clam, my Disney clamshells from when I was a kid are still intact. Barely. Hey, don't look at my Little Mermaid tape. <laughs> the biggest falling apart. Yeah, well, I got it in 1989 when you were born. That thing's as old no as you. Excuse. Shut up. Um, fun little trivia fact. This movie was featured on People's Court on February 19th, 2021. People's Court? Why was it on People's Court? Um, apparently, Massacre Video who did, I believe they did the the only Blu-ray release of this. Mm. Um, yeah, they released it to Blu-ray and went against somebody who had been, had uploaded the movie to YouTube. So, that was like a whole thing. Ooh, yeah, that's... Guys, don't upload movies to YouTube. Don't do it. <laughs> Even though I've watched many free movies on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I watch movies on YouTube sometimes. Sometimes it's the only way you can find them. Yeah, like, no, it's not on Netflix. It's not on anything. You can't get it on tape, DVD, or VHS. And it's nowhere around. I uh, I recently found a movie. Uh, it's an 80s slasher. I think it was 1986 called Body Count. 
mm. that looks incredible. I've never seen it. Is this the one you're watching? I'm I'm watching a the only tape of it that I can find online right now on eBay, and it's a PAL version of the movie, so it's probably oh, yeah. in German. You said we have to get a PAL player, don't we? I would have to get a VCR that can play PAL tapes, which is a fucking nightmare. But it's the only version of the movie I can find. I can't find any DVDs. I can't find any Blu-rays. And I want to see the movie. It is... There is a version of it on YouTube. Full length of the whole movie. Is it free or paid? No, it's free. I'm probably just going to watch it on there, but I would like to own it. Support the arts. Yeah. Support the media. So... I don't know. I'm considering buying it. We'll see. This is from the man who's like, buy all the tapes. Must have every tape. Digital media. Ah. You know, it's money. It costs money. You have money. It's fine. Sell a kidney. Yeah, sell sell a kidney. Pay for tapes. Yeah. Um, Do you need to pay for bills? No. Just tapes. Tapes. (laughs) So we kick off this this story with some classic childhood trauma. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we open on a kindly yet slightly creepy old grandfather giving his grandson a special gift and a pumpkin for Halloween. No, my pumpkin. <laughs> so the the kid takes the pumpkin into the backyard. He's carving it. Um, throwing the guts throwing at his the sister. Throwing the guts at his little sister. <laughs> uh she bit, little sister bitches at mom. He, he's getting me all. He's splashing me. I think that's he's how she puts it. Me, yeah. And uh, he accidentally cuts himself. So oh, she, the other little brother comes around the corner going, "Bang, bang! You're dead." <laughs> she uh, she goes over to make sure he's okay, and he's sucking the blood off of his fingers. And she yells at him, and he's like, "I like the taste of blood. Grandpa says it's good for me." And. So she's like, when did you see Grandpa? And she puts two and two together, and she's like, he gave you that pumpkin, didn't he? And then she just picks up the pumpkin and smashes it in front of him. And you're like, what the fuck, lady? That's trauma. (laughs) So we then see the parents arguing uh, about the grandfather coming around, Mm -hmm. and the husband's like, I'm going to go talk to him. And the mom's like, not tonight, it's Halloween. But we follow the dad to go see Grandpa. And Grandpa's leading some sort of satanic cult ritual in a barn. Grandpa, uh, he warns Grandpa off, and then Grandpa has him bludgeoned and burned to death in his truck. Yeah, like, what? This is literally the first few minutes of this movie. (laughs) Also, I have to say, after the grandfather gives Tommy the little skeleton and the pumpkin and the special present, he has the greatest creepy old man laugh. Oh, I put God. that. I'm like this. I'm like this laugh. Like I couldn't is even imitate it. Like it is just so guttural. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. Like it's so good. It is so good. And I'm like this grandpa is gonna carry this movie. No, no, he's not. And the way he talks. No. <laughs> I will say that High Pike, who plays Get the grandfather, what? High Pike chews up the fucking scenery in this movie. Yeah, he is pretty good. Every time he's on screen, he is giving this ridiculous performance. It's so over the top. And when he's in his satanic garb, he gives his best 1980s drag queen look. Did you oh, notice yeah. that? Like, full-on drag queen. I was like, you gonna start singing a number? 
nope, we gotta wait till Tommy falls asleep. And he talks the whole time. It's like right before each take, he just like smoked a pack. Oh my god, Virginia Slim. And he's just like, Tommy, you gotta be... <laughs> Don't sleep with her, you need to be pure. You gotta be pure for the ritual. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so obnoxious. <laughs> oh. Uh, but we come back to Tommy to see the special gift that he kept hidden from his mother and it's a medallion necklace with a pentagram on it did did you mention that grandpa kills the dad yeah okay and we immediately transition to many years later tommy is now a brooding adult living in his mother's dirty basement (laughs) uh let me just say tommy as a child was a platinum blonde Tommy as an adult looks like something out of fucking the back room of a dirty Cobra Kai. Yeah. Open shirt, grungy dark black hair. Complete with that fucking dirty bandana that yep. he keeps putting and on. And the, can you tell me what to do, mom? That kind of attitude. And it's like, oh my god. I mean, by the way, this guy looks like he's fucking 30. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. Honestly, he looks like he's our age. And I'm like... He's only, like, if the little girl, if the sister is 18, that little girl looked like she was between 8 and 10. So it's, and she does say it was like 11 years, 13 or 11 years or something. How in the hell does Tommy look that rough? Either that or Grandpa and the devil have been doing shit to him. (laughs) Like, real. Uh, Grandpa stops by once again. Uh, to give Tommy another gift. We don't see what it is. I assume it's either his robe or the mask. It's got to be one of them, yeah. But they have they exchange words. He basically tells them that, t- like, tonight's the night we've been waiting for kind of conversation. <laughs> and then they share this uncomfortably long moment touching de- devil horns. And At this point, I believe the shot count is at about six. Oh, God. Does there, too... And then touching count is three because it was one, two, and then they made That's a good like a question. super devil symbol. I have no idea. I believe that is an extra shot, so we are at seven. <laughs> if that counts, then later on, Grandpa touches his own devil horn, so who the fuck oh knows? Oh my god, that means that you have to take two shots and just pour them down your mouth going, ah, at the same time. <laughs> um, Tommy breaks the fourth wall by staring directly into the camera for no fucking the reason. awkward, fucking weird, the... Like, he's about ready to just take a shit. Pulls off his shades real slow and just like, stares at the audience. His head shakes a little, like that angry, like, I'm so mad you shake. I honestly wonder if that was our warning. Like, as the audience, if, like, if you were to see this in a theater, if that was, why are you here? <laughs> you paid money for this? <laughs> um, the mother goes and confronts Grandpa as he's leaving, just out on, like, the dirt driveway. And we learn that he has some incestuous feelings for her. He diddled his own daughter on her wedding day. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I still never forgot that time before you were married. I'm going to fondle your boobies in the driveway. Like, what is wrong with you? And then he looks at his own granddaughter the same way oh, at one yeah. point. And he's like, you're a mighty pretty girl. And then her boyfriend comes over and goes, Hi, standing right here. Gross. Get out of here, freak. This dude's fucked up. This dude, there's no other way of putting it. Gremlins are fucked up. She she warns, uh, he warns her that... Tommy's gonna she come to the devil. Yeah, she can't Stay stop what's coming kind of thing. Um, and then we're introduced to Tommy's sister, Vera, and her friend, Beth. 
Beth shows up because they're going to get ready for the party that's later that night. And Vera is just completely in a tub with studs. We see her nipples and everything. Mm-hmm. First boobs of the movie. We have a boob counter kit. No! We see the mom's boobs. Second boobs of the movie. Did we see the mom's boobs? Yes, her full-on nipple was out. We, okay. had, to, we had nip. So I did have a boob counter, but I'm one behind, <gasps> so... This is second boob that of the movie. That makes you the biggest boob of us all. Oh. Count is two boobs, seven shots. Good luck, kids. Two boobs, seven shots. May the odds be in your favor, <laughs> and hopefully your liver will survive. Uh, yeah. There's this whole thing where Vera is soaking in the bath, and she rubs soap on her face, and then reaches for the, the for loofah. more soap. Or no, the she reaches for the loop. And there's a big ass. And she's rubbing the spider, spider on her on body. Her. It's this weird moment. But basically, Beth just walks in on her fully nude, scares her with a fake uh, spider, and then we watch her get out covered in soap, and Beth helps her put a robe directly on. Rinse off, you fucking yep. dumb bitch. You're going to be itchy. Can, uh, I can't. This cannot be ignored. <laughs> this, this happens in movies so often and I'm not talking about the soapiness people get out of bathing whether it be a shower or a tub mm. sometimes covered in soap sometimes just soaking Sopping wet, wet. Yep. and they immediately put clothes on Nobody does this. A terry cloth robe, I understand because I, it's, it's still unforgivable. No, a terry cloth robe, I would understand because if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna put the robe on, put my hair up in a thing, and I'll dry off. I am a chubby woman. I am a fat lady. When I get out of that shower, Sean, poor, poor Sean, has to babysit me in the shower right now so I don't fall and kill myself because I still can't put all my weight on the foot. Sorry, honey. <laughs> But when I get when that shower turns off, give me the towel. I need to towel off. I understand if you you know you put a terry cloth robe on and then you're drying off in the robe. I, I get it. Not when you're covered in stuff. This woman literally her whole her cool her bussy as you call it. That's where the B, three B's come. Boobs, butt, bussy. That's the new one. Not bush, bussy. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I knew he'd say that. Her whole ass vagina. Could not be seen because there is that much suds. This, this movie has the worst example of this mm-hmm. that I've ever yes. seen. And it's a tub. It's a tub. Like, what are you... And it's a tub with a shower head and there's no shower curtain. Did no. you notice that? Yeah, no shower no curtain. No shower curtain. Because after you're done taking a tub, what do you do? You drain the tub, you stand up, if you're covered in sud, you turn the shower off, you rinse off, and you turn it back off. You don't want to get out, you're going to be itchy, it's going to be weird. I don't fucking understand why this even happens, it is so stupid and pisses me off. (laughs) You know what really grinds Sean's gears? I'm going to move on. We cut over to Tommy's younger brother, who is now a young deputy, deputy, Roger? Roger. Yeah. And he's working at the station, and we see this short scene for no other reason than to introduce him and the fact that someone has been overturning graves in town. Yes. Um, we come back to Tommy, and he's l- laying in bed listening to music, shirtless, just because. His mom's outside the room bitching at him. 
Tommy, Tommy, please don't do this. Tommy, let me in. I want to listen to my Walkman and be Ava. And this is the most infamous the best scene in the movie. Scene. Like, best scene. Go look up DC LaCroix. LaCroix like the soda. Devil's Son. You can only get it on... I found it on YouTube Music as a, um, a video. I couldn't yeah. find it as regular music. Fucking watch this clip. It is the epitome of satanic panic, <sighs> hair metal, and really bad music video. It's a fucking straight up MTV music video. It is. Like, Just if in they, the middle of this movie. <laughs> if they were like in the middle of New York going, hey buddy, do you want to direct a music video? Come on. We've got a garbage pail full of clothes and some little things we bought at the dollar store. Let's put it together. Song's great. Like now that it's played again, it was stuck. It was stuck in my head for like maybe two weeks when we first saw it. Like, oh, it's like awesome. a year. I like this song. But oh. in this sequence, we watched Tommy rocking out, fantasizing about being a bass player or backup guitarist, not even the lead guitarist nope. or singer. Just a guitar player. And then being taunted by a devil woman with shrunken heads around her. Yeah. And then being and he gets decapitated by a pitchfork. And decapitated. Uh, and then he wakes up, like, panting. Like, as what you do. <laughs> why? What? I, I literally don't have words for this scene. Like, why did this happen? Why is this in here? Based on this and several other moments later in the movie, I can only imagine that this director literally just had access to these talented people. So oh, like, like the snake lady like, and the oh, stripper. Oh, I know a snake lady, a belly dancer. I know a comedian. I know a band. Let me just put them all in this movie. I know two bands because the band that oh, played yeah, at the Halloween party wasn't bad. It's just so weird. Like, none of these like, things should be in here. But they, here they are. Uh, we cut over to Mom crying as she waters the garden. <laughs> Mom has some issues. Mom has some issues. Her husband died on Halloween. It's Halloween again. Yeah, she's having some traumatic uh, responses. Deputy Roger arrives, finds her upset, and he immediately assumes it's Tommy's fault, <laughs> as you probably would. Yep. Um... And then we cut over to, at this moment, a random blonde woman buying a shitload of booze. Like, literally a box of booze. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> why is everybody... Liquors. And everybody's staring at her as she's, you know, buying the booze and leaving. And I'm, and the first time I watched it, I'm like, why is everybody concerned about this lady going in there and buying booze? It's not a big deal. Cut to her putting the booze in the trunk, and she's literally wearing what appears to be almost thong panties yep. with a sweater. An off-the-shoulder sweater. And I went, ah, oh, the 80s were a weird time, weren't they? Well, Anybody bet. who was a 20-year-old in the 80s, I need you to answer me this. What the fuck was wrong with your fashion? There's some great fashion from the 80s. Amazing fashion. But then there's this, where I'm like, hey, what? Uh, I How don't much know. crack did you smoke? We, uh... As you said, we follow her outside and we see that she's with Tommy. Mm. And they're talking about 
just going to have some fun. Oh, I want to be at the pool all day. Do you want to come with me? And then in comes Grandpa. Grandpa pops up. With my favorite line of the whole goddamn movie. What was that? I come by the store to pick up some candles for your ceremony. (laughs) With the lisp. Grandpa didn't have a lisp. Just in that scene. Just in that scene. And I'm like... I come by the store <laughs> to pick up some candles for your ceremony. They're at a liquor store. Grandpa, y'all right? Do you need to go see the devil? <laughs> have you had a few? Yeah. Uh, Tommy tells him that they're just going to have some fun, and he warns Tommy that he needs to remain pure for the ceremony. So basically, he tells him he has to go home. So the girl brings him home. Tommy does not like look like the type of person that is still a virgin. I'll say that right now. No, but... Or is he saying, Tommy, don't blow your load right now. We need it for later. Maybe they were going to use it for the ceremony? Think about that. Think about that I real hard, Sean. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> this is his grandfather. <laughs> Who fondled his mommy's titties a little while ago. Yeah, what the fuck? This man likes his... He, he likes his family. A little too much. He loves his family. Uh, there's, a, there's a scene in between here that, like, it's basically like a family meeting almost. Yeah, where Tommy and Roger... No, not to, uh, before that. So it's just like it's Roger, Vera, the mom, and, and Beth. Beth. And they're all kind of just chatting about various things. Yeah, and then Beth comes on to Roger pretty hard. Yeah, which develops later. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hmm. Um, and then Roger goes to talk to Tommy. Finds him pumping iron like Rambo in the basement. He says, oh, it smells musty down here. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a dirty, smelly 50-year-old man. 50-year-old <laughs> But this... This scene, Roger genuinely does try to, like, connect with him a little bit yeah. in this scene. Like, he tries to reminisce a little, and he's, at, like, kind of questioning him. He's like, you know, what's what's going on? Like, why can't you just be normal? Come on, champ. Tell me what's wrong. Dad's Which not Which is here. weird, because Tommy's the older brother, so it's like a role reversal. Uh, well, Satan's got him by the balls, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but then Tommy shows him his closet devil shrine. Which kind of looks like the top of my bookshelf. Oh no, it's way worse. Dude, I've got Baphomet hidden behind my K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> this is legitimate. legitimate. She means that. I have a stuffed Baphomet shoved in one of the corners because the cat keeps trying to go behind it. And then I have this really cool Baphomet knocker uh, hidden behind there because we have nowhere we can hang it right now. 
And then I've got like a bunch of candles and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, huh, this reminds me of bookshelf. This isn't so scary. Am I the devil? We can only hope. You call me the devil when I torture you. That's true. You're like, you're the devil. Uh, mother goes to visit her husband's grave, uh, which looks like it's just a couple of headstones stuck in a garden somewhere. Which is funny because then there's a scene where someone's running through the, the cemetery and it looks like a really nice set, kept up cemetery. Yeah, I feel and like they... And then cut to when that scene ends... It's back to the between four trees and a fucking bush cemetery. Like, yeah, what happened? I, I feel like they just like couldn't go back to the cemetery for whatever reason, so they just stuck them somewhere. We can only somewhere. film for fifteen minutes before yeah. the cops show up, yeah. so just run. I've been there. I know you have. <laughs> um, we cut over to Vera and Beth talking about how cute Roger is, which is weird because that's her brother. <laughs> And then Vera's like, come on, uh, Roger, give her a chance. She's totally hoping her brother stoops her best friend. Yeah, which is uh, odd. It's very odd. It's only odd. It's only odd for you because you're a dude. But if your sister (laughs) helped you get a girl when you were younger, you would have been very appreciative. Right? I don't know about that. Really? I think it would have been weird. Your your family is definitely different from mine. Well, no, you gotta you gotta think of it from a dude's perspective too. We know that you girls talk. Oh, often and a lot. And do you really want your? Say you you bone your sister's best friend. Do you really want your her then going to talk to your sister about your performance? <laughs> no. No, but then I walk into my brother's room just going ew. <laughs> By the way, she said this. Ew! (laughs) It's a different dynamic. Your family's dynamic is very different from mine. Your family dynamic at, like, Thanksgiving is really nice. We talk about, you know, what we do and everything. What does my family dynamic at holidays divulge into, Sean? Mostly shit-talking and trash humor. And then we go into sex talk. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, very different. Like, I go to Sean's family's house and it's like, is this what family, normal families are like? <laughs> Still no. <laughs> Still no. No, you guys are very sweet and nice to each other. And then there's my family going, you suck, you suck. Ah, I love you. <laughs> You're fat. You're stupid. Love you. <laughs> That's not even far from the truth. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Um, and this is just immediate family on like Thanksgiving or Christmas. This isn't the extended. So, I apologize to all of my family members. <laughs> uh, the mother stumbles upon them talking, basically asks Vera to, or tells Vera that she should go visit her father's grave. She just looks at her and goes, you should go visit your father's grave. Like she gets real creepy. And then Vera's like, okay, mom, I will. I'm so sorry. We'll visit it right now. But I'm like, mom is just like four sides of a fucking coin. She's a fucking mess. She's a loony Throughout this tune. whole movie. Um, we cut to Tommy's naked girl swimming. Third pair of tits in Third the movie. Third pair of titties. And the second, I mean full nudity. We see butt, we see boobs, she, we see bussy. She spends basically the remainder of her time on screen completely nude. Naked. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> She's hot. She's got the body for it. She's willing, apparently. And able. She got paid for it. Why not? I hope she got paid for it. <sighs> With a rack like that, she better have gotten paid for it. 
Uh, we see a figure in a bright red robe and a demon mask creep up on her house and peek at her through the window. She thinks it's Tommy. She's like, oh, let's Tommy, him in. get in here. Aww. She, she lets him in the house and we get a spectacular scene where she tries to get him to stick oh, her good. hang on. Where is it? What did it say? I'm Lady Godiva. You want to be my horsey? <laughs> Needless to say, he ends up face-fucking her with a pitchfork. And she says before anything that happens, she goes, the last time we did this, you left a mark. Try not to leave one. And then he stabs her in the face with a pitchfork, and I'm like, that's going to leave a mark. Jump on over to Grandpa showing up in town, where the local kids, including Vera, are setting up for the Halloween party. Mm -hmm. The big town Halloween party. Ha Halloween party. Big hoot nanny. That's going to go on here. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a hoot. Uh, her boyfriend Brian thinks he's just an old man perving on her. And rightly so. He's like, you've come to, you've grown up to be a mad lady. He is lady. on his granddaughter. Like, he's licking his lips and Brian goes, yeah, I think she's great too. It's and, weird. And it's the a weird like, moment. Oh, this is my grandfather. Like, I would have been like, dude, what is your problem? I'm a grandpa. And what the fuck is your problem? How about you go find an 80-year-old lady to go pound your meat against? Not your 18-year-old granddaughter, you sick fuck. He likes them young. <laughs> I actually almost threw up. Um, <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Roger arrives. Uh, he talks to Grandpa about the, the weird shit that's been going on in town, kind of accusing him. Mm. And Grandpa brushes it off. Fine, you're just worshiping Satan. Nothing to see here. Carry on. He actually says to him, see you in hell. Before <laughs> he drives away. The count for devil horns is at 11. Jesus. If uh, you are not drunk yet, you will be. Watch your liver. Immediately after this, Vera talks to Roger about setting him up with Beth. I put, go get your dick wet, Brian. Slaps ass. <laughs> he, uh... He literally walks inside and then it hard cuts to them walking out holding hands hand like a hand. cheesy fake couple. <laughs> like, it's terrible. And then for some reason, um, no, okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. There's another scene before them talking on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. So we, we jump to Tommy at home. Uh, he walks inside the house and he finds Vera and Brian getting friendly. As they should. They're not related. It's fine. Yes. He pulls Brian off of her, drags him out of the house, and throws him on the front lawn. <laughs> Basically warns him to never do that again. <laughs> and Brian tucks tail and runs. And runs through the cemetery. Through the cemetery. But before he, we see him at the cemetery, we see Tommy go down to his room. He pulls the demon mask out of a drawer and a knife. Then we cut over to Brian, who's walking home through the cemetery. And he gets stalked and killed with a shovel in gory fashion by oh, our demon gorgeous. killer. And then buried in an open grave. Not even. He gets buried in the dirt pile next to the next open Next to the grave. open grave. Which is absolutely odd for the scene that happens afterwards, Fab. But, oh, yeah. oh God. Oh, that's a bad joke. Oh, that's a bad joke. Okay, keep going. <laughs> well, Mom returns home looking all disheveled. She's got dirt and stuff on her, and she's like, ah, I've been working in the 
the or uh, the, the orchard. orchard that yeah. apparently own, the family owns. Yeah, they they live on a uh, a ranch. She said, "I have to take care of the ranch since your father died." Um, and she's ba- basically this is a scene where like Vera's bitching to her, she's bitching to Vera, and like she's like, "You don't care about the family. You just care about your friends." All I want to do is keep my family together. You just care about your friends, mom. That's not true. You know, your brother became a cop and left me. Like the mom's really displaying a lot of. A lot of issues. Yeah. A lot of issues. Um, we cut over to see Grandpa hosting another ritual in the barn. With where, a... Where it looks like they're, they're basically drinking from... Drinking the blood from a severed goat head. Yep. And ordaining a nude woman. So, boob number four. This is the fourth pair of boobs in the series. And then she's branded. Yeah, they strip her and brand her ass with but a pentagram. But she doesn't go, ow! She goes, oh... Like a moan. Well, like a seductive moan. It's not even a fucking brand. When they pull it away, it's literally like somebody sharpied a fucking pedigree <laughs> like on her ass. ink on the bottom and went, boop, and went, yay, branded. <laughs> You're a branded. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we see Roger and Beth visit the cemetery and uh, because he's... He was told earlier in the movie that he had to patrol it. Yep, you gotta patrol it, but be back by seven, because that's when the party starts. And he's also in charge of that, because apparently the other cops in this town don't do shit. Right, he's a deputy. (laughs) What is happening? But they find a group of kids playing around an open grave, and he nearly blows their heads off. Thankfully, (laughs) that was avoided. They tell the kids to leave, um, and then they decide it's a good idea to just get down on top of a dirt mound that's next to this open grave. Yep. Which they don't realize is on top of Brian's corpse. And while they are in the midst of fucking, Vera thinks she's holding... Not Vera. Ron- oh, I'm sorry. Beth thinks she's holding um, Roger's hand when she starts to hold Brian's hand. Thus, the ultimate devil's three-way is happening. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Downright dirty because they're in a grave situation. Uh, ah! After oh. they fuck, they, they head off to the party. Well, or he drops Beth off at his house to meet Vera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut over to the party for this. We kind of see the lay of the land, the get some creative costumes. Um, and a full-blown comedy act. So here's where we see our fifth set of titties. But I believe it is the same set of titties from the ceremony. Just they put a mask on her and did her hair. You think? Yes, because of the tan lines. I didn't She's notice. got no tan lines on her on her vagina. But her boobs have that thin tan line like you'd be wearing one of those like tube top type bikinis. Uh, and I was like, those are the same pair of titties. So does it count as fifth pair or second recurring? Fuck, I don't know. Right? I don't know. I am so, the, the titties have me so confused I'm now. I'm going to say fifth only because we don't we don't have a definite We guarantee. are assuming she is a new woman. Yes. And maybe no one else in here wanted to get naked. <laughs> Probably not. The only way we cannot confirm this is because she is Batmaning everybody. We can see her entire body, but her mask is on. And she's not branded, though. She's the not brand branded. is not on her ass. So it's got to be a different person. It, technically. Technically, it's a different lady, <laughs> but the same actress. So we're calling it the fifth pair of tatas. 
Um, Vera and Beth get ready for the party. Beth decides to sh- show Vera where she fucked her brother. So they go out to the cemetery so she can point out I, the exact I, spot. I didn't even think about that. I thought they were just walking through. And she was literally pointing out where she fucked her brother. Yep. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah I said that right. I said it right. But I have Vera in my mind, not no. Beth. Like, huh. And that's where they find Brian's corpse. She doesn't react like I thought she would react. She, well, she immediately assumes that Tommy killed him. Yep. So they rush over to Grandpa's satanic ritual so that she can confront Tommy. The, she goes in by herself, and Grandpa basically immediately threatens to kill her. Yep. So they, they string her up and basically tell Tommy that he has to kill her. But he can't do it. That's my, that's my sister. So he cuts her free, and then he is they immediately banished from the cult. They're like, you're, you've, what does he say? You've, you've shamed me or something like that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're worshiping the devil. What? So he's cast out, um, and then we hard cut to belly dancing snake woman at the party. Just because. That, and that's like a solid solid 30 seconds yeah solid like good almost minute of just her getting uncomfortably close with to people with this snake and just jiggling her hips i feel like there's a lot of things in this movie that could have been trimmed down i think stuff may have been trimmed down that makes it even worse like there's got to be a director's cut where it's like 45 more minutes of useless people that are talented uh then we cut over to mom as she hangs a memorial wreath on the door for her late husband and who's lights a jack-o'-lantern. Who's been dead for years. I years. mean years. She is still so It's like distraught. it happened yesterday. <laughs> Which, I'm not shaming people that have no. lost spouses. I'm just saying this woman needs therapy and Jesus. No Jesus. <laughs> no Jesus. No Jesus. <laughs> No Jesus. Um, Vera, no Jesus, no. <laughs> Vera and Beth arrive at the party. They fill Roger in on what's happening, though that's kind of off screen. Yep. And random, random Southern Belle lady gets murdered by the demon killer in the changing room. Prior to this, random Southern Belle lady confronts Roger. Oh, God. And they talk because she obviously wants his dick too. At first, she doesn't even realize he's a real cop. She's like, you're a cop? Really? Is that a real gun? Yeah, it is. Sometime when you're off duty, I would love to pull your trigger. That's an exact line from the movie. People talk like this, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what world I live in. <laughs> the same world, sweetheart. Oh. So Roger and the sheriff and I think another deputy go to the barn to arrest Grandpa and the cult. Wait. But no one's there. We didn't talk about Southern Belle's death and how she dies. Does it does it really matter? Yes, it does. It's so dumb. She is killed by the killer in the mask, pulling her corset so tight he crushes her, and then stabs her with a pair of scissors. A pair of gold scissors. Don't know where they came from. He literally <sighs> squeezes her to death. I don't even fucking I I do declare my corset's too tight. <sighs> where did the sheriff come from? I don't care. <laughs> 
he was at he was in the first scene at the police station that very brief scene yeah he was sitting in the background talking no I to mean Roger. like right now where did he come from doesn't this? matter he just popped out of nowhere <laughs> going matter. I'm here now that the movie's almost over and this is the last time we see him I'm pretty sure yes it is but they pop up to go to the barn they, to confront the Satanists yeah and when they get there nobody's there so they're, they're With all, no evidence that nobody was there. Yeah, they think uh, Roger just got pranked. So they all leave. And Vera and Beth are still at the party. They end up finding the woman in the changing room, but they think she's just, like, out of her mind. Yeah, she's just, drugs. like, sleeping or crazy or whatever. Um, Vera, like, goes to the bathroom or something, and Beth gets strangled to death by the killer. Yep. And then hung in the closet. Which is kind of cool. That's where you hang the sluts. Oh! oh! Shots fired. Oh! Yeah! The hose in there! Oh! Is that slut shaming? Yes, it is. Grandpa shows up in the demon costume. And battles. Who does he battle? Well, it's the actual demon killer comes out, and they get into, like, a scuffle. And Grandpa gets stabbed and thrown off the stairs and dies. Okay. So who was the dude in the plaid and the blue jeans? That was Grandpa. That was Grandpa. That was Grandpa. Because they pull off his mask afterwards. He's the one that gets stabbed. Okay. All right. And Killer tries to get away. Roger shoots him. Mm -hmm. But still gets out the door. And then we follow the killer, stumbling out into the woods hold for on, a little while. Hold on, hold on. Before that, Roger confronts Grandpa. Roger confronts Grandpa. Grand- S- says something, and then this weird little light travels from Grandpa to Roger. Does it? You you didn't notice that little red light? I didn't. Yes, it's like the Grandpa touches him or something, and there's this little red light that transforms to his head. That explains... The ending. The ending. Okay. You I didn't, didn't notice it, it the first time we watched it? I don't know. I think they by this... They pointed out on I think by this. I think we're gonna watch the red letter thing after this because I really want to see it. I think by this point in the movie, I'm just so fucking done. You're like, please turn this off, turn it on, please. But we follow the killer stumbling out into the woods for quite a while, and for longer than they should be. They pull off their mask to reveal that it's the mother, mommy or dearest, someone in a bad wig that's supposed to be the mom. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you turn around and it's her, and then it's the mother. Yeah. But I think that first shot, I think it was somebody else. It was, because the the way they stood up and the hair was, like, covering, yeah. it was a bad wig. And then when she turned around, it was her. I was like, why but, couldn't she have done it? <laughs> uh, she basically rushes out to her husband's grave and collapses there. And Tommy finds her, where she confesses that she did it all to protect her children from her father. And then... We jump to our ending scene, which is sometime later, I assume. Yeah, I'm assuming like the same night, but like later. I don't even know if it's the same night. All I would argue is, maybe the next year. Is it's you turn around and it's Roger in his deputy thing being like, Hail Satan. And like, what just well, happened? He's also wearing the grandpa robes. Yeah, he's wearing his grandpa's robes. But we just see that he's running the cult now. And then credits. This is the one time where we need answers, movie. This is one time where I need things to be, just a couple of things to be resolved. Like, what happened to Roger? What happened to Tommy? What happened to Vera? What the fuck happened to this family? 
I don't. I don't even understand. Like, there's so is much. Is the party still going on even though there are dead people? Party don't stop, Leah. Party don't stop. Don't stop. Make it rock. Oh, sorry. I just catch it. Oh, I it. <laughs> we don't. We're not monetized. But <laughs> you think we're uh, monetized? Fucking. Like, none of it makes sense. Fucking Vera found her boyfriend dead, and then at the party, she's worried about, oh, maybe I should touch up my makeup. I've been crying. Who fucking cares? Yeah, that's a girl thing. <laughs> I, my whole family's dead. My makeup. None of this movie makes any fucking sense. Why does the grandpa do anything? <laughs> because he's run out of the gender slips. <laughs> oh. Had to quit smoking. Might as well try to call. <laughs> I can't have the devil's cigarettes. I might as well worship him. I don't understand. (sighs) It is the fucking most random shit. (sighs) Just get into the closing question, sweetie. Your head looks like it's going to explode. Do you have any final remarks? Do you? (laughs) Why do we watch this for a second time? What the fuck? (laughs) This, ah, oh, God, I don't want, un- here's my final remark. I don't understand how it's so hard to find any information about this. Because nobody knows about it. What do you mean? People know about it. Just nobody has ever thought to just be like, what is this? How about, <laughs> what is this? How about they're having your same reaction and just can't put it into words? I... I guess. This is why we're going to watch Red Letter again after we're done with this, because I want to know their opinions now. I need to know this now that I've seen an actual one of their bad movies. The other bad movie we have to watch from them is one of the Death Wishes, isn't it? Which one was it? Three or four? I think the one you're referring to is Death Wish 3. Death Wish 3. I might be wrong, though. All I know is Death Wish 1 was pretty good, and then they get significantly horrible. That's because they just the budgets get lower and they become direct-to-video movies and they're Those, fucking trash. We're gonna make this about about a, a really sensitive topic. Just blow everything up. <laughs> <sighs> Closing questions. You're. I I can I feel see like the my wheels fucking going. Head is going to explode. I know. I know. Like it's so nonsensical. Why don't you pet the cat? That'll make you feel better. Overall thoughts on the film. What the fuck? That's it. That, that's all. Also, I have liver damage, uh, liver disease now. Liver disease? Yes, from drinking so many times. Hail Satan. <sighs> when I'm about to have a drink and you are in the vicinity in the future, I'm just going to look at you and go like this. <laughs> Flash the devil words at you. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Signaling to my boyfriend I'm about to get crawled. Oh, I... I may have had too much caffeine before watching this. Like, I don't... We did drink a pretty high caffeinated drink, and now you're drinking Pete's. No, this is uh, still... Is it still? Oh, no. Sweetie, it's... What time is it? Right... Currently, right now, it is 5.09. Put the coffee down. You're not going to sleep tonight. You have to work tomorrow. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, when you're tossing and turning... (laughs) Sitting there going I can see stars Do you have any favorites? All of the bad lines are my favorites All, everyone, (laughs) oh my god I especially love Um Tommy's girlfriend's death 
I'm Lady Godiva. You want to be my horsey? Oh my god. <laughs> I, uh, the only one I wrote down other than the pull your trigger line was, um, now <laughs> it's right after, uh, Tommy shows him the closet shrine. Mm. He's like, now I know why mom is so worried about you spending time with grandpa. <laughs> That's so yep. stupid. Oh god. <laughs> Does it work? Not at all. <laughs> this is a sewage dust pile of rotten garbage. <laughs> the acting's terrible. The sound is noisy. Some of these shots are fucking choices. Most like, of the audio seems like it's overdubbed. It's all ADR'd. Ninety percent of this movie is terrible ADR. Especially there's a scene where Vera screams. And it's so badly ADR'd. I'm like, oh god. No, it doesn't work. For you? Alright. So <gasps> you're gonna say it works. No, well, so <laughs> by normal human standards, this does not work. But your cheesy is, 80s horror? If you're going if you're looking for something that's like a complete schlock fest and it's like Something you can just get completely trashed while watching we with friends. We also don't recommend Moonshine, Everclear, or anything past 20 proof. Oh, God. Because <laughs> you're going to get fucking hammered. But, yeah, if, you, if you're looking for it just to, like, make fun of a movie, then, yeah, this is definitely... Yeah. It'll, it'll work for that regard. This is a, hey guys, you want to put on a movie on Halloween, drink, have fun with your friends, and MSTK 3000 the shit out of it, it. Yeah, that's the only time I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's only, it solely exists now for that purpose. Wet, hot garbage. It is so fucking 95 terrible. degrees, high humidity in a dank, stanky room garbage. How would you make it today? Fucking leave this in 88 where it belongs. Uh, or make hereditary, apparently. Apparently, they ha- yeah, they have made it today. It's just fucking called hereditary. Do we need to watch hereditary again? <sighs> like, just to sit here and be like, you son of a bitch. It's very close when you really, like, at its core. Who directed hereditary? Ari Aster. But he also did Midsommar, right? Yeah. Which Midsommar is also very reminiscent of, like, a lot of movies, like Wicker Man kind of stuff. Honestly, maybe he just thought about it and was like, how can I make this better? Maybe. Maybe he just took the core idea and turned it into something new. Really? Like, oh, but, mom is trying to protect kids from Satan-loving grandparents. Done. Yeah, wow. It's crazy close. If you take that basic synopsis and apply it to this movie... I mean, yeah. Could it be the same for Rosemary's Baby? No. No, because that's not grandparents. No, it's very different. I just saw it over there and I was like, oh, ooh. Um, so would you call this mainstream exploitation or other? Other. Maybe even a little bit of a grindhousey. I'm teetering between the two. It's an other grindhouse because even grindhouse is going, please put this back on the shelf. <laughs> what about you? Exploitation all the way. Really? Well, yeah, there are this is, four and a half sets of good tits. The, it's not even just the tits. It, it's they milk the gore. They milk the as much as they can. They milk the tits. They fucking basically just 
They're throw, fucking on a dead guy. They throw everything into this that they possibly can. A full-blown comedy act, a full-blown music video. A full-blown stripper. They, Not a very good one Everything. Everything they can they put in this movie, it, it's exploitation. I mean, just show the penetration and make it a really cheesy fucking porn. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, I need to learn editing so I can splice in a bad 80s porn and this. It wouldn't be difficult. It really wouldn't. And make sure they just look like Brian or Roger or whoever's getting stupped. Oh, this was a... A roller coaster of... Interesting. This was a hell of a way to cap off Halloween. (laughs) Happy Halloween, everybody! Wow. Yep. Like... And it, we've seen it before, and it still is, like, baffling. We could watch it another time and find shit that, like, I paid attention more to the first time I paid attention to Tommy, and I was like, Tommy's literally cannon fodder in this whole fucking movie. Like, Tommy is nothing in this movie. And then now I watched it, I paid more attention to Brian and Vera, and I'm like, was Brian, not Brian, uh, not Brian Roger, I was like, was Roger always supposed to be the devil's son? And Tommy was just like... <laughs> I mean Was he the sacrifice Was he supposed to be sacrificed That night I don't think so Like my thought is that Like Because Tommy turned his back On everything And Grandpa was dying He immediately He just passed on Whatever His evil To the nearest uh, uh, Descendant right. Okay Which I don't know I'm it, trying to make this More interesting <laughs> It's so hilariously bad. You know, I thought when you mentioned Hack Lantern, I'm like, when you mentioned the whole list like a while ago when we were picking, I think like in June, and you were like, oh, I want to do the Changeling, Pumpkinhead, and Hack Lantern. And I'm like, the Changeling sounds like the garbage movie out of all three. Nope. Complete opposite. <laughs> Hack Lantern. Changeling was great. Hack Lantern was fun. This is garbage. <laughs> oh, God. It. I. I can't say that this would ever be something that I would revisit every year on Halloween. No, but once we have a bigger place and I can have my friends over, this is going into the VCR. Oh, yeah. We're going to, we're definitely, we're definitely going to visit this one. 100%. Yeah, I definitely think this would be fun to watch with more people. Oh, my God, yes. Especially some people that like really enjoy stupid, cheesy stuff. But I guess that is going to bring this discussion to an end. Close this. But don't go anywhere just yet. The year is not yet over. Mm. Stay tuned for the coming attractions. De Niro. In Bang the Drum Slowly, the critics called him a brilliant new talent. After Mean Streets, they said he was a genius. For his performance in The Godfather Part Two, they gave him the Academy Award. Come on, man. Just get me out of here, all right? Now, Robert De Niro creates a terrifying portrait of life on the edge of madness. 
Tabby, just forget about this. It's nothing. Taxi Driver, a film by Martin Scorsese. Yeah, people do anything in front of a taxi driver. I mean, anything. People too cheap to, to rent a hotel room. Don't drive a hurry up, will you? People want to embarrass you. It's like you're not even there. It's like, you know, like a taxi driver doesn't even exist. This city here is like an open sewer, you know? It's full of filth and scum. I think I know what you mean, Travis. But it's not going to be easy. Some guys get to be a Secret Service man. Why? I was just curious, because I thought maybe I'd make a good one. What kind of guns do you guys carry? 38s, 45s, 357 Magnums, something bigger maybe. Hi. I'd like to volunteer. Why? Why? Because I think that you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. The taxi driver is looking for a target. Getting ready. Getting organized. Preparing himself for the only moment in his life that will ever mean anything. How much for everything? 350 for the Magnum, 250 for the 38, one and a quarter for the 25, 150 for the 380. That taxi driver's been staring at us. You talking to me? You talking to me? I don't know who's weirder, you or me. <laughs> you talking to me? Who the hell else are you talking? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. I don't believe I've ever met anyone quite like you. Oh, yeah? You will never see a more chilling performance okay. than this. Robert De Niro in Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. Jodie Foster. Albert Brooks. Harvey Keitel. Leonard Harris, Peter Boyle, Sybil Shepherd, Taxi Driver. All right, so we're we're switching gears hard coming out of Halloween. Uh, we've we've been doing horror for quite a while, five weeks consistently. Now. Yeah. So I think I think it's time to change our pace a little bit, go in a different direction. Really, with Martin Scorsese. Yes, we're going a little bit more highbrow with the next episode. I'm excited about Jodie Foster and Sybil Shepard. I like Sybil Shepard. I think you might have find some good things about this next one. Overall, I don't know if it'll be your cup of tea, but I think you'll you'll like some elements of it. That means I'm probably going to hate it. She always, she hates everything. She hates everything I, I like. She hates all good things. I like you. Well, then again, you hate yourself. See, look at that. <laughs> Shit. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're we're going to take a look at Taxi Driver. Uh, it's a movie I haven't watched in a very long time. I have a beautiful Blu-ray of it. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is personally one of my top favorite uh, Scorsese movies. I'm sorry. Why does he look like he's from a movie that I know? Like the second one or like a Mad Max movie. Like that's what it looks like. There, there's reasons. You'll see as as we watch the film. Okay. When was the last time you watched a Scorsese movie? I'm about to get my ass chewed out. I have never seen a Scorsese film. And so the journey begins. No! 
<laughs> His movies are so serious. To be fair, this is the perfect place to start. Because it's his early career, right? It's at the beginning. I believe this was his first big movie. Uh, there's Who's That Knocking at My Door, Boxcar Bertha, Mean Streets, Alice Doesn't oh, Live mean Here streets. Anymore. I forgot about Mean Streets. And then Taxi Driver. But I think this was the first big recognized one. Goodfellas. Because Mean Streets, I don't think, really came... Oh, he did Gangs of New York? I didn't know that. Yeah. i think, never seen that. I think Mean Streets came... Like, people started to notice it after this. So that that should be interesting. Like, I, I think this is a good place to start. It's early in his career. And great performances all around. So, hopefully it'll be a fun one to talk about. Okay. She has no faith. Nope. She just assumes she's going to hate everything until she sees already. it and then hates it. Hate it. She hates it. See, that's this is the thing that drives me up a fucking wall. <laughs> She hates everything before she ever even gives it a chance so that when she gets done watching it, she hates it because just on general principle. I hate it to despite you. Asinine. Give it a chance. I don't like serious movies. Such a waste. It's not a waste. It's a a good story. No. Oh fuck off. Life's too serious. (laughs) I don't want serious movies in my life. I need fun. Like this hot garbage. (sighs) All right. That brings today's episode to an end. If you want to keep up with everything that we're doing, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Grindhouse Podcast. We're on Twitter at Grindhouse Casts. You can find Leah on Discord, where we chat about this movie in even more detail than we already have. Oh, God. Yeah. We can, we can talk about any of the movies we've covered or suggest us some new ones. Mm-hmm. All the links for everything are going to be down in the show notes. Listen to us, give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your morning fix. If you like what we're doing and you want to show this show some support, you can find all that information down below as well. You can support us directly through Acast, or we even have a Patreon where you can unlock some cool rewards, including ad-free listening or some exclusive special content that we are hopefully going to be bringing you very soon. Yes, very soon. Until next week, I'm Sean. And I'm Leah. Thanks for listening. Keep watching and have a happy Halloween. Bye.